multi-award nominated Wounded Kingdom Yay. books uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm here I'm here for a steadying hand <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, hi I'm GX Todd I'm the author of the Voices series um, two books out so far Defender is the first and Hunted has just come out two more to go Ooh. four in total just to, just to be greedy just to be greedy you just like that then? I could have done that but I didn't I refrained yeah. from doing that <laughs> For the I sake of listeners, <laughs> RJ just held up two fingers to the audience. <laughs> you can prove nothing. <laughs> I'm Russ. Uh, they occasionally let me out to go on this show. Uh, not to be confused with Ross, who they occasionally let out to be on this show. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm Jenny Williams. Uh, I'm a, a writer. <laughs> <laughs> I write things. I really, really foolishly decided to have the continental breakfast this morning, so I'm starving now. Um, so if my stomach rumbles or I make no sense, that's why. Um, I'm the author of the Copper Cat trilogy and the Winnowing Flame trilogy. Um, yeah, also nominated for awards. I was going to say it's the award nominated. Award nominated, yeah. Jennifer Wood. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also responsible for setting up Super Relaxed Fantasy Club. Yay. And I... Oh, sorry. I'm Del. I'm generally here, one of the Brave New Words team. Uh, so the format of the show is that Ed attempts to review a book and we try and stop him. Uh, which, given that Ed isn't here, I think has been very successful. <laughs> <laughs> We've achieved our aim. Um, so but when we come to events like this, what we do is we talk about the book news. Um, and we, we try and talk about that without hesitation, repetition or deviation. <laughs> Yeah. And then we invited RJ on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not staying on track for that. <laughs> um, I'm also pretty sure that you're the only person with a copy of the news, so right. you're pretty much in charge of leading this. I, I do ha have, I have a copy. Oh, you've got some on your phone? Yes. Did, did, did yeah. we distribute them electronically? She said, as right. the person who wouldn't have done that. Yeah, so Ed, Ed, Ed has written these like he sent them to the three of you. Have any of you three had any book news from Ed? <laughs> you don't need it. No. There's no prep required. Uh, I've not read no, it. Uh, it's no, fine. No, no, no. no. See, brilliant. Yeah. This is this Unprepared. is 100% can't go wrong. <laughs> Can I ask a thing? Yeah. Right. I, d I did a workshop earlier on. And I got 15 people singing the final countdown by Europe. And I thought, this is mental. This is the most people I will ever get singing the final countdown by Europe. But there's more people in here. <laughs> do you want to go for the final countdown or do you want to go for a different song? By Europe. Oh. Nobody oh. knows any. <laughs> Can you do it? Come on. What's in the final countdown? Just the final countdown and the do do do's. <laughs> <laughs> After 
Someone, someone may have a kazoo here with them. That would help, you know, and do that bit. Or a ukulele. If I count them in, they'll do it. Yeah, we're, in, we're in a room with air conditioning. People yeah. with ukuleles don't go to rooms with air conditioning. No. They only go to like little rooms in the backs of pubs okay. that sell like artisan avocado. <laughs> <laughs> what does an artisan avocado sound like? So I don't think they play the artisan avocado. <laughs> I don't know what it yeah, sounds like, but they say it looks like a housing though, deposit <laughs> these days. I think that's lemons. Okay. It's a great band name, though. Artisan it is. Avocado. Artisan yeah. Avocado. It's books. <laughs> <laughs> Not even started. <laughs> the alliterative artisan ar- avocados are in the house. They'd be okay. a bit fey and indie, though, wouldn't they? For me, I want them on, on, on metal. Like massive melon. Massive melon. <laughs> yeah. Metal melon. Massive metal melon. Massive metal melon. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go see them. What, what sort of music would you play? Death metal. Just yeah. You realise you're making metal. him worse yeah. by asking yeah. me this question. I'm going to stop. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself. Yeah. I didn't invite him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how are any of us here? And Ed did it and ran away. Yeah, Ed always does that. Um, so the first item on my book news list. The Queen of England acknowledges genre authors. Queen Elizabeth II acknowledged the accomplishment of genre writers in the recent birthday honours list. Uh, Kazuo Ishiguro received an OBE for services to literature. Bookshop owner Tim Waterstone also received an OBE for services to bookselling and charity. Specifically genre fiction. That's a bit of a stretch. It's a tad of a stretch, isn't it? Were you, um, were you on it? <laughs> Have you been on it? Yeah. Weirdly, no. What about you? Do you know, I'm still waiting to be informed, yeah. to be honest. I don't think this is relevant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> irrelevant. I mean, I've got my issue the fact that it's been sacked out of the Queen of England. I, they, I uh, was on it, but one of the corgis ate it, so oh. can't prove no, anything. Oh, they're all what? They're all, dead. all the corgis died. They stopped replacing them. Oh, not, all, not all at once. Simultaneously, no, just no. bit by bit. They, they stopped replacing the corgis and now they're all, they're all gone. They're all no, no, but there was, some, there was some of them in the Olympic thing in 2012. In yeah, 2012, so six years ago, darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have madamed the Olympics, it was too much for them. Do you think, actually, the Queen never liked corgis? And people just bought them and it's taken her 80 odd years to finally say, look, just stop Stop it. it. Like like one of my friend's bedrooms full of owl things and she really hates owls. One person bought her an owl thing and everyone's like, oh, she loves owls. And it's everything from that point on. Do you think the Queen gets time to read genre fiction books? Like, cause her schedule's fairly busy. Doesn't she watch Coronation Street, though? I'm sure I've read that. Or Emmerdale. So, you know, she's got See, time I've, so I've watched a lot of The Crown, which suggests, because obviously that's yeah. a documentary, yeah. <laughs> which suggests that she does watch a fair amount of TV. I reckon if you're the Queen and you watch Emmerdale or Coronation Street, that is like watching a fantasy film. Old style Emmerdale would be alright, because that was all countryside and farming and stuff. Yeah. New style Emmerdale is, no, just can't. happens to be set in the middle of nowhere in yeah. Yorkshire. The houses only have two rooms, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> and why is this pub called the Queen Vic? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't she been there? I have a feeling they've like made her go on tour of Elton. No, they forced sure. her to go. Yeah. yeah. Like I imagine a lot of the stuff the Queen does, she's just like, 
Yeah. She just looked quite miserable. Do you think she was surprised that there was only one brand of gin? And it wasn't one she wanted to drink. Do you want to know that a secret Emmerdale fact that not many people know? Not is it secret? Is it the you know it? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's, proper, it's a properly secret Emmerdale fact. And if you watch Emmerdale, it'll ruin it for you. It's filmed in a place called Eshall, which is just up the road from where I used to live. And it is right next to a sewage farm. So, no. Yeah, so it stinks. <laughs> so Aww. when you're watching Emmerdale and thinking, oh, they're glamorous, they also smell. <laughs> is I that why Seth grew such a big tash? Probably. <laughs> I have like a new approved kind of well done on their acting though. Yeah. They're powering yeah. through terrible smell. But one of my favourite Harry Hill things ever was when he refilmed um, the Emmerdale opening credits with a, a camera zoomed in around the broccoli. It was like, doo 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 doo. It was amazing. Anyway, books. Books. Brooks. Tor.com Publishing will open to novella. Submissions oh, yeah. for two weeks starting oh. July the 30th. Um, they will be considering novellas as between 20,000 and 40,000 words in both the science fiction and fantasy genres. Uh, if Inspector Thriven fits the bill, we want to take a look at it. Um, and they would basically, if, if you are not a white middle class man, they'd really like to hear from you. I'm summarising. If it's speculative. Yes. If it's speculative and fits the bill, i.e. 20 to 40 words, we want to take a look at it. What does speculative is like the posh way of saying science fiction or fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. If, you, if you want to make it sound sexier than... Um, yeah, if you're more... I thought you were saying like... Yes, exactly, yeah, if, you're, if you are, you know, literature, this is stuff you get to say speculative. Happen. This is stuff that might happen, possibly happen. It's also designed to confuse those of us who have to organise panel items when somebody just emails in with, um, with SF and, um, you know, just a few days beforehand, you have to remember to ask them... Um, which SF did you want here? And then wait for the reply. But so sometimes anyway. that means speculative fiction. Mm. Yeah. It's like blowing your mind. It's like a, it's blowing your mind, doesn't it? Well, it You're expl- like, whoa! Oh, it explains a lot. <laughs> times where you're like, it doesn't feel like time. Isn't, isn't it a bit late to find it out? Because we've, yeah. like, we've got like 14 days now. Yeah, Everyone in the audience now, it's your challenge. 14 days well, it's, it's to send two, them a 40,000 word novella. Two weeks starting July 30th. So you've got oh, yeah. 16 days and then another two weeks oh, yeah. on the 14th when we record this. You can do that. Easy. And 20,000 words, yeah. Let's, 20,000 words a day. You could do it right now, yeah. a piece of paper. Yeah. You, you do 2,000, you do 4,000 This probably won't go out until after the, cl- the reading period closes. So we could make up like all books about talking chihuahuas <laughs> and if everyone here writes 40,000 word novella about a talking chihuahua in space um, I think it's a trend yeah and then sends it to Tor they're just going to be sat there going what's what what have we missed or somebody is going to have a, an anthology at that point which is going to be all about talking <laughs> chihuahuas <laughs> in space the talking chihuahua movement in 2018 <laughs> I really like both these ideas <laughs> we should like if you if you could make any animal talk, which which one would you go for? You do this every time. <laughs> 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 but to be fair, it's why we keep on inviting back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but the anthology is going to be called "Barking Up the Wrong Dimension." I've decided. Oh, oh. oh that's lovely. <laughs> uh, 
I would potentially be interested to know what squirrels are thinking. Oh, do you know what they're thinking in my garden? Oh my god, it's that cat. <laughs> Constantly. But like, I once, I was, I, where I used to live, to walk to my old work, I used to walk past a lot of squirrels. And um, I was walking along once and I saw some movement out of the corner of my eye and I looked and there was a squirrel, it, like half in a bin, with a piece of pizza in its mouth. <laughs> and it just looked at me and it just like slowly put the pizza back down yeah. and then walked backwards a few steps and just watched me until it thought I was out of eyesight and then picked the pizza back up and walked off. And yeah. they I'm quitting, man. Honest, just, 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 just let me be. I just want to sniff the pepperoni. <laughs> See, for me, I think squirrels. If you're if a squirrel, can you eat pepperoni? Like, is that okay for your digestive system? They eat anything. They've gone. Sca- they've turned into scavengers, haven't they? Yeah. So I assume they've evolved somewhat digestively. You see, if that was me, I would immediately thought, oh my god, it thinks I look like the sort of person that scavenges in bins for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> me, yeah, me. yeah oh. I'd have gone home and looked at what I was wearing and thought, is this t-shirt too old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These submission things, I always think you sort of have to have something ready to go, don't you? For when yeah. somebody announces that in two weeks' time they're opening a submission. Yeah, it's normally there. something that you wrote 12 years ago yeah. and is utter, 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 can, you, can we swear on this? Yeah. Utter yeah. shit. Yeah. You think, oh, I'll just pop that out. <laughs> Send it off <laughs> for your bestseller. Well, my fancy can you imagine novel. if that was the one that like, opened up the gateway of bestsellers? I know, <laughs> and it was like, crap. You're like, what? Like, completely mind-blown. Or, or your 3,000-word fantasy novel suddenly becomes quite episodic. <laughs> <laughs> 63,000 novellas. Books. Books-ish. Oh, good. I honestly feel... Is it a slow news week? I honestly <laughs> do. I feel it was a slow news week. I really do. Um, and you ever read a book? Also, I, th- I think he's slightly hacked off of the bookseller, so he's kind of not mining their content as much as he used to be. Juliet McKenna, Wiki Edits Highlights Bias. Um, so Juliet McKenna is a prolific award-winning fantasy author. She's lovely. Um, she um, moderated the panel I was on at Eastercom this year. She was just lovely. Um, but somebody proposed deleting her page uh, on Wikipedia because she was like not notable enough, apparently. Who goes What's around doing that on Wikipedia going, well, you're not important yeah. enough? Very bad but people. Technically, anyone can have a page. Mm-hmm. I could write one about like my next door neighbour. What? That, what? What? Are they important That's beyond... Oh. <laughs> That's actually made me really cross. <laughs> also, who the hell are you to say that somebody's page is, is, is not important enough to be, to be there? You're what, internet what are you, man! What are you doing with that? <laughs> I'm internet what are you man doing with very that time? important. Well, yeah, what are you doing with that time in your life other than going, well, yeah, it's a nice person. At least I'll have heard of me now. <laughs> yeah, there, there is um, uh, an allegation that it is. This is essentially uh, 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 men not acknowledging the importance of female no writers. Leading to this. Yeah, no, because um, Juliet is quite outspoken about it, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if some um, dreadful tiny penis little man um, <laughs> decided to try and take it out via Wikipedia. Um, so. 
May their tiny penis drop off. Do you mean one of the editors of the remake of Star Wars Episode Eight? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Collective mini. <laughs> How do they think that's going to work? Because it's not like Disney are going to go, oh, okay then, all right, have a go, we'll let you have the IP. No! And now Clearly you will, not. Yeah. And now you will witness the full power of Disney's lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. you know, is, I hope so. There's some lawyers out there watching, any money they get go up and just start there thinking, well, that's mine. Long um, geek and nerd. I mean, I was the kid who had a, a cardboard cutout of Data from Star Trek in my bedroom for several years. Oh, yeah. I like that. That was an R and not a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even even I, one. as deeply um, geeky as I am, feel like these people need to get alive. Mm. For the love of God, it you know, enjoy Star Wars, but it's not your entire life. I had a cardboard cutout of Barry Scott, the silly man. What? <laughs> That's a very specialist bang bang? film. It came from a supermarket and ended up in our garage and I just saw it and thought, I'll have that. So I had Barry Scott in, in my room for a little bit. It got quite wearing, to be honest. So every morning, morning Barry. Good morning Barry. How did you get it out of the supermarket? Yeah. But, uh, there was a suggestion <laughs> that it walked from the supermarket to your garage. I, uh, can I plead the fifth so I don't get my mum put in jail? Was <laughs> 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 she, she put it up to Barry up. Scott fan? No, like it no, came in the supermarket. No, no, she worked in marketing. So All right. Kind of I'm going to say just cut the story short. Bang! And the. Cut the story uh, and, 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 and yeah, the story's <laughs> gone. Uh, yeah. Sad news time. Oh. Oh. Uh, contemporary fantasy short story magazine Shimmer is closing after 13 years. Uh, the magazine, which also dabbled in science fiction and horror, started out in 2005. The last issue will be dated November 2008. Uh, sorry, 2018. Uh, Shimmer was a gorgeous looking thing, one of the few entry points for new talent out there. Um, so yeah, like another death in the magazine publishing industry, which um, with our connection with Starburst, we are aware is yeah. a very difficult. They were lovely and they, they had a, a badger as their Twitter icon, didn't they? Aww. Which is, that's my talking animal, by the way. That's who the badger. Badger. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a badger, I think they have a lot to say. Can you tell you all about their TV? <laughs> I, I've had TB. What? Yeah. Why are you smiling? No, no, because I'm that goth. I've had TB. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the drugs they give you to fix you from TB, it's just, it is the world's most goth, goth disease. They turn your tears purple. <laughs> it's brilliant. So I was going around clubs at the time. Jabbing myself in the eyes so I could cry bubble tea and go, Look! Still can't be bold, I have and learned I, a thing. Yeah. That thing is amazing. They also make you quite ill. Oh, it's actually yeah. really quite, <laughs> I was really quite poorly, but yeah. <laughs> I went out clubbing. <laughs> you don't get purple tears that often, do you? That's true. Sorry, Shiva, we'll be in. Oh. <laughs> anybody else in the panel have any experience with Shimmer? I thought you were going to say TB then. <laughs> 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 I managed to dodge that bullet. Yeah. They, they are oh, lovely. 
I've, I've experienced them through Twitter. I don't, I don't really do short stories now for a long time because nobody would buy them. Yeah, I'm crap at short yeah. stories. Yeah. So, I, I'm not, but I took my bat and ball home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite sure I'm not, it's just everybody else thinks I am. <laughs> and I'm probably wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I think they're a really good way for people to mm. get in. Is to start, and I think starting with short stories and working up to novels is a nice mm. way of doing it. So is it, is it the internet that's killed? Is it because people don't buy hard copy stuff with not I don't think people buy short stories much. Yeah, the short stories. Um, there is an argument that some there is some resurgence in short stories because you can read them during the commute mm. so you can have them on your electronic reading device um, and sit on a train for 20 25 minutes and get entirely through a short story so there is some resurgence but if i don't i have no clue whether shimmer is available electronically mm. or not whether it was just um dead true formats um, and that becomes more problematic if you're trying to stand on a train that you've been squished onto mm. Um, and hold a book and your bag and all the rest of it, whereas an e-thing that you can just read with one hand is apparently easier. Mm. Yeah. Short stories are like the YouTube of books. Yes. Mm. Just manageable chunks. Do you mean they eventually turn you into a fascist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a leap! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I, I've got a little boy uh, and I won't let him on YouTube because if you start watching kids' YouTube things within about four or five links, you, you end up at alt right and up jobs. Yeah. Oh, then it's YouTube that dog weird as well. Yeah, and, and it's properly, you're like, whoa, yeah, this is wrong. So, yeah, short stories don't turn you into fascists. Just to, <laughs> just to clarify. They will make you a nicer person. Especially if you buy some of our things. Yeah, which, which, no. You can't buy any of our things. Because you can set up like a, I don't know, you can set up like a little thing on your website and like sell short stories. There are free ones on my website. I've read one of our guys. It was about um, a murderous shepherd and a zombie (laughs) sheep. And it was awesome. Zombie sheep. Did you say a murderous shepherd? Well, no, he was, (laughs) it was a zombie sheep and the the shepherd was stuck in a barn (laughs) with the zombie sheep surrounding him. It was really good. <laughs> You're laughing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got I don't think even RJ is laughing. The thing is, it's really grim. It is grim. <laughs> really, really, it doesn't sound like it, but it is. It is. It sounds funny, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie sheep. Can you imagine? Yeah. Not funny. My wife read it. <laughs> I, my wife read it and said, "I would never have gone near you if I'd read this." What was What was the tagline tonight? The uh, t- tonight the flock watch you. Oh, oh, that's good. I like it. They're good at this marketing yeah. thing. It's not marketing, they're just shit puns. <laughs> <laughs> you say marketing, I say shit puns, whatever. Somewhere in between. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> uh, continuing with the sad news, um, award-winning and outspoken writer Harlan Ellison has died aged 84. Um Apparently best known for the Star Trek episode City on the Edge of Forever and short stories I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream mm. and Repent Harlequin, said the TikTok man. Um, his story, A Boy and His Dog, inspired the cool movie the same name and he was a creative consultant on uh, SF TV shows such as The Twilight Zone and Babylon 5. Um, he was an abrasive figure, quick to stand up for the rights of the underdog, among other things. He once said of himself, I see myself as a combination of Zorro and Jiminy Cricket. My stories go out from here and raise hell. From time to time, some uh, denigrator or critic with umbrage will save my work. He only wrote that to shock. I smile and nod precisely. Uh-huh. Bye bye, Harlow. Really? Yeah. But 84 is a good age. 
Thank you. Oh, I was thinking that. Yeah. I, if I had a cat that made it to 84, I'd be really impressed. He'd be quite frightened. And, and <laughs> yeah. really, uh, why have you not died, yeah. cat? But it is, I'd, I'd be why have you outlived me? Yeah, yeah. I'd be quite pleased to live to 84. Would you not be scared it was an animagus? A bit like, you know, how Scabbers really should have died a long time ago and oh. no one really thought about it. Yeah. So, like, mm, is this cat a cat? Parrots outlive people, don't they? Quite often. And crows. And tortoises. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody crows! I tried to get a pet. How long do crows live for? About forty years. No way. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Good I tried. Work. I tried to. You can adopt them, and I tried to adopt one, and I found out at the last minute that they they will like one person. Mm-hmm. Will a crow? It, it will be like you're my mate. Watching print on one. Yeah, and then it, but everybody else is then a threat. And when you have a wife and a small child, <laughs> yeah, that's f- not quite perfect. Or pet. you'd have yeah. flipped your lid if you weren't the person. Yeah, that really the nice. <laughs> <laughs> my bird! And that's what will happen. <laughs> but the small one yeah. is called Rook. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose getting a crow each isn't really a good solution there. Cover Rook each, though. Yeah. That would be confusing with the boy, though, because he's called Rook, as Belle said. Then we'd have, no. We've got a stuffed one now, though, so it's okay. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> when you say a stuffed one, are we talking taxidermy or are we talking build a bear workshop? A oh, taxidermy. Okay. Well, like stuffed with peppers. I don't want to send this. But just full of rice and <laughs> cheese. Uh, does anybody else have any sad book related news? So, uh, someone, someone else passed away in the last couple of days. The guy who goes to the pub. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. And that made me sad because I actually, thinking about it, Stig of the Dump is potentially one of the first pieces of, let's be honest, like borderline urban fantasy-ish yeah. that I ever read. Um, and I'm doing it at school. Everyone else did The Hobbit and my class did Stig of the Dump. And it was just because it turned out our teacher didn't like The Hobbit. But I just, yeah, it's a, it's a, I, think I wouldn't say your teacher was right. Your teacher was right. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think like most British kids yeah. did stick at the dump at some point. Oh, I never did. I've oh, never, I've never read it. Oh, I have to bed. Did you see the, the sort of seventies television? I was going to say I used to love the TV show yeah, that came no, on. You had that whole it. thing with the. Uh, I don't know. The thing I remember most about it is the way they did the um, the way they did the bo- the um, bottles as the uh, as the window. Yeah. Yeah, just, I, I love the I'm now, I'm now not sure whether I've read the book Are or you? just seen the TV show. Yeah. I'm, sh- I was sure I'd read the book, and now I'm not. Just say you've read the book. Yeah, yeah I, I do that all the time. We, we won't tell anyone. No, no one will ever know. I've never read it. I'm like, I've read it because I've watched the six-hour-long TV miniseries. Yes, same. Yeah, With John Boy Walton. <laughs> yeah. 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 Classic. And then the, the monster at the end is a big plastic spider. Yeah. Loved it. It was. It's good. <laughs> Never read the book. I can't remember anything that we read at school. Clive King. Uh, Clive King. Sorry. Oh, oh Clive <laughs> King. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did he write Stick of the Dump? Yeah. 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 He, he was also, he was quite old, wasn't he? Uh, I think it was in the 90s yeah. somewhere, yeah. Oh, the other sad bit of news, but it's absolutely not book-related. So it's kind of, it's, it's, it's on topic for the podcast, in that it's not books. The, the Bagpest Man. <coughs> oh, oh yeah. Bagpest Man. Oliver Furman. Is it Oliver Furman? He, he must have been old as well. Yeah, he was old, and, and he had a, a, a beard and everything. 
Is that the mark of age? Yes, that's for quite old people in the audience. <laughs> yeah, you get a beard and your ears get bigger. I think mm. that's the... Oh, no, 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 the ears thing. Uh, immortality. Yes. Definitely a bad idea because your ears never stop growing. Oh, oh, yeah, you just everyone would look like a beagle. <laughs> oh, BFG. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, but you would just it but wouldn't be, be the a rest of you. Sized person with yeah. like Mass. enormous. Beagle-friendly giant. Dumbo, you all become Dumbo. Oh. He's jumping off. They are. They are. Yeah, yeah like sort of trailer. How? I don't know. But well, the same way they've done Jungle Book. Mm. Yeah. I hate Dumbo, by the way. Yeah, Dumbo, I remember Dumbo. Is it I hate it. Dumbo that has the pink elephant? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I read somewhere that that was actually meant to be a completely different film, and they just kind of had it and they put it it's in. It's from. I want to say it was from um, like Fantasia or something. Oh. The idea came. Yeah. yeah. The idea was from another film, and then they put it into put it into that one. It's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. I still, yeah. I still can't watch it. A lot of Disney films from that era are terrifying. Mm. The, se- no, the yeah. 70s, oh, yeah, oh yeah, the, the 50s, 60s and 70s Disney's are like either really sad or really scary. So yeah, like Pinocchio, terrifying. Bam- Dumbo, terrifying and sad. Bambi, traumatising. Absolutely. Yeah. Fox and Hound. Oh yeah, oh, terrible. Yeah. Why are you trying to make kids cry? <laughs> it's preparing them for life. Yeah. Of course, I, I have. Yeah, but then in the 90s, we had animals of farthing woods, yeah. so his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, news. Um, I, don't, I didn't want to say this is book news. I don't. Um, the 2020 Worldcon Big New Zealand in 2020 has changed their dates uh, by about two weeks because they got bumped by something that's going to give them wads of cash. Yeah, the, ve- the venue gave it to someone else. <laughs> the venue decided a different event was better. So they've, they've said we thought about it really hard and decided it's like, mm, I don't think you were given that option. No, no. The, the, the other thing is going to give you money for like six months for some big, massive exhibition thing. Mm. But uh, New Zealand 2020 is currently unopposed um, and is about to probably get to win its vote in about a month's time. That's everybody just thinking, Hobbits! Yeah. Go and see the Hobbits! They are building a lot of the marketing around this. Yeah. Because you can totally go and do that while you're there. Uh, yeah. I don't like Hobbits. I find them quite <sighs> annoying. Actually, Even like the, Sam, the little boot boy. The hairy feet thing freaks me out. Mm. Okay. I just think shabby feet. I have, a fr- <laughs> I have a friend who literally has Hobbit feet and it. it Worries me. Yeah. Like, he wears sandals. I'm like, please. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put some socks on. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Alternative. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alternative spin on the trip. You get to invade the Shire. <laughs> you can the, deal with the hobbits. You can do the bit they left out. Yeah. 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 Go with the Shire. Yeah. The, the the riders. They do have like a really the black cloak and thing. I'd like that. The riders of RJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This could happen. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm up to a horse though. Maybe a donkey. <laughs> More my speed. Horses are a bit tall. I could, I could lead an invasion of the Shire on donkeys. <laughs> but then they, <laughs> they could capture the donkeys because they'd surely be rideable for a hobbit. Mm. I don't That's... care how this happens. I just demand full <laughs> photo coverage. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, to got to get to New Zealand. So we've all got to plan to write a really successful book or a novella. Or a novella, yeah, about a talking to our. Um, <laughs> just that, that will get us to our publishers to send us to New Zealand. Do you know there's no such thing? No well, 
Hopefully this is true now I'm saying it. I'm pretty sure I read it in a science thing. No, not just like a magazine. Are you going to say no such thing as New Zealand? No, there's no, there's no, there's no <laughs> British bees. All our bees what? died during one of the world wars. And so all the bees in England are actually from New Zealand. They brought us a load of bees from there. Were our bees fighting for us in the world war? I think it was something to do with what happened, but they all, they all died. So we yeah. had to repopulate. Oh my God. Have you got too many like guns? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Sheffield Pals. The Sheffield Pals are all wiped out and the honeybees. <laughs> Terribly in the song. <laughs> they followed the queen. Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> I watched every single one of them die. The little striped bodies lying <laughs> Everyone, stop upsetting Adrian. This is very yeah. I thought he was laughing, but it is tears. <laughs> 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 he's he's not definitely, purple. yeah, I was going to say purple, he's not got TV though. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, in, in adjacent Worldcon news, um, apparently there's been some slight stories <coughs> out of plan about Trump's travel ban as he might threaten DC in 2021. DC in 2021 is going to win because the woman behind that bid has had two or three bids that have not won and everybody's like, it is your time, love. So she's going to win. Yeah, but we said that about Leonardo DiCaprio and it still took about 20 years. Yeah. No, DC2021 is going to win because it's also unopposed and will come in. It's just to take like a decade these days to get off the ground. When was the last time Worldcon was opposed? Because I feel like every time we bring up a Worldcon bid, it's always followed by it's unopposed. Mm, they have been a few times. It's just, yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know about historic ones, but there's competition for 2022, definitely, mm. and possibly 2023. Um, UK is going for 2024. Yeah. We'll be dead by then, surely. It <laughs> <laughs> just seems like an exhausting amount of time away. Yeah. 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 We've got a committee. Yeah. It must happen. Unless it's in sort of the, the UK or Ireland or maybe France. It's very unlikely it ever going because it's quite expensive, really. Ed <laughs> <laughs> and Al went to Helsinki. Yeah, yeah. As did Rossi's Rome team. I went to Helsinki. Yeah. Yeah. Helsinki. Europe's just, just yeah, doable. Just about. Yeah, but America and New Zealand. Not sure New Zealand even exists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not sure I want to go to America at the moment because it might check my Twitter. Yeah. And I'll end up yeah. in jail. No, <laughs> just, they probably will. You have to tick yeah. a box. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not even going to list the reasons that I don't want to go to the US right now, but I'm sure the audience have uh, got a, uh, who have seen me have got a glaring uh, have got a glaring option one as to why I'm not going to America. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to go while that guy's president, um, which means I'm missing out on, you know, um, events with my imaginary internet friends. Right? On the plus side, this means I can save up for New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which Maybe. is much sexier and has hobbits. Yeah. And doesn't have, have um, terrifying spiders like Australia does. No. It's just got the old little earthquake. Yeah. That's fine. But they're on the other, the, 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 as long as it stays the islands, it's fine. And oh. a kiwi with a crossbow. What? A kiwi with a crossbow. Yeah, nobody played New Zealand Story. 
How does that oh even my work? God, with the little, the yeah, little tiki. Guy. It was yeah, it was great. I haven't thought of that for years. Yeah, New Zealand have got loads of ground-dwelling <laughs> birds because yeah. they don't have a huge amount of predators. It so loads of the birds and they have don't crossbows. need to fly. Yeah, actually, it's not a crossbow. Yeah, it's not a crossbow. It's just a so just regular bow, yeah. but. How does he hold it? With his little feathery, you know. Just yeah, but their wings are tiny. The arrows yeah, are yeah, kiwis are non-flight. I'm yeah. sure it's called like a cuff, cuff of a or something. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. just make the little like, <laughs> humph noise. Yeah. Yeah. Are they the ones that eat sheep? No. The parrots like, eat sheep. They're about, how would they eat a sheep? They, they land on the back of the sheep and they just... And they all carry it away. Slowly. No, they literally eat them alive. I feel like this is some sort of story they tell sheep that make sure they're back <laughs> on their pens at night, you know. Oh, don't go out there, you'll get you'll, you'll get carried away by the... They, they don't fly, how do they get on top of they the They climb sheep? up the fur and they kind of... How? Not, they jump off the rock. No, on the backs. This is the thing. I've not, I might have just dreamt it, but I probably haven't. <laughs> it, it's okay, children, back to your pens, it'll be fine. <laughs> just, um, just don't go out there. Let's take this opportunity to plug Dublin 2019, which will happen um, in August 2019. You should definitely come to the opening ceremony if you're going. Great. What are you doing? Oh, is that because you're working on it? I'm directing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to have another? Uh, are we going to have Daniel Craig and the Queen doing the Bond thing again? <laughs> Jumping out. Ne- of the next episode of that. We, we Did you at least get Rowan Atkinson? We are at the point <laughs> of approaching people to host both the retro Hugos and the present Hugos, uh, and let me tell you, there are some genuinely very exciting names on that list, oh, and I can't tell you who any of them are in case they do or don't. But the say thing yes. is. I know you, so I could probably work out some of the exciting. Uh, some of them exciting because you want to make sex on them. <laughs> no, actually. Okay. But now we need to know who you want to make sex on. Afraid I will be using them. Yeah, that was my exciting Worldcon news section of the news. Just um, avoided the question there. So. I have avoided the question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hi Ed. In weird trademark news, William N. Gaines' agent Inc. have filed for the rights to trademarks Weird Fantasy and Weird Science. Um, William N. Gaines was instructed around EC Comics, uh, which ended in 1956, and Gaines himself died in 1992, and Weird is, of course, one of those monikers that's used on a lot of books. Uh, this follows shortly after the Romance World's incredibly exciting cocky gate yeah. scandal. Uh, we have a small segue in from Rebellion, trying to trademark the word Rebellion at the same time, who very hastily went, oh, that's an agent who's overstepped, retreat, retreat, retreat. So, so that one's okay, um, and I'm not entirely sure what's happening with Cocky Gate, which just amused me endlessly for a weekend. As I spent <laughs> about four hours on Twitter oh, following all the threads. Yeah. It was a night. It's like car crash, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So, oh. You're just like, what are you doing, Ross? It's a so stupid thing to do. Yeah. You it's can't take weird it back. science in 80s. Yeah. It yeah. certainly yeah. is. Yeah. I remember it well. Film. Yeah. yeah. Um, did they make like a mini series as well? I think they might have done, yeah. This yeah. sounds vaguely familiar. It was Kelly LeBron. Kelly LeBron, yeah. yeah. I shouldn't know that. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get anywhere with those, but um, hopefully somebody will actually oppose this one because people know about it. We then move on to like four. I know, five I know what we're moving on to. We're moving on to the Kia, the sheep eating parrot. I was what? what? <laughs> That's on Wikipedia. Oh. Did you just write that? <laughs> 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 the Kia, the sheep eating parrot, lives in New Zealand. 
It looks like a well Mardi parrot. Is it a parrot, flying parrot? Well <laughs> Mardi. Nests <laughs> in burrows or crevices among the roots. Um, that sounds like non Can solve logical puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> They're cleverer um, than I am. The time's um, possible. Yeah. This thing sounds um, like some sort of criminal mastermind. Yeah. Mostly on a green... See, this is what happens. We have a big space that doesn't have enough predators and the birds start eating sheep. Yeah. It doesn't say... Well, there's a lot of like. sheep in New Zealand. There I mean, is. There's a lot of them to go at. Yeah, my, my partner there is um, Welsh. And once told me that New Zealand was based on whales. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely idea. It's like the sheep called to whales. Yeah. <laughs> whales too. <laughs> Isn't Wales too Patagonia? Like, quite seriously, yeah. it's like the only place in the world other than Wales where they speak Welsh because of all the missions. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. That's a good fact. I didn't know that. Do more people speak Welsh there than in Wales? That would be a better. No. Oh, okay. Is that because Patagonia only has like five people there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, there is education amongst the tangents. We've learned <laughs> we learn a thing. I've learned at least three today. Three whole things. Sheep eating parrots. Um, the name of the man that wrote Stick of the Dump. Yep. TB Purple Tears. Yeah. 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 God, this is educational. It is. Yeah. The Queen we doesn't should have be any corgis. The Queen doesn't have any corgis because she hates them. Um, <laughs> and and um, Emmerdale Farm smells like shit. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, also, it is a farm. Yes. So you'd quite quite authentic. It. Yeah, but, but again, in world, there's not really a farm anymore, is there? Is there, is there a farm in Emmerdale? There must be. Where do the dingles live? There must have been dingles. Do you think? Do we think they did? I don't think they ever did much farming in the first no. place, did they? Do you think originally it was called Emmerdale Sewage Farm? <laughs> oh, and that was just kind of edited out along the process of it was made. It's not called Emmerdale Farm anymore. It's not been called Emmerdale Farm for years. No, it's this, just called Emmerdale. Is this like the Jefferson Airplane of the of the British soap world or something, which is you know becomes Jefferson, you know Emmerdale, Emmerdale Starship, Emmerdale. <laughs> soon to just be Starship. Yeah, in two hundred fifty years' time, it will be Emmerdale Starship. <laughs> It'll just be. <laughs> e. I'll be up for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, have, have Jen and, and Jem had a chance to consider what their talking animals oh. would be? Oh, um, you know what? You know those dickhead cats that lie in the middle of the road and everyone has to drive around them? Yeah. I've got one on my estate and he just lies <laughs> in the road and everyone drives around. Oh, I want to know what he's thinking. He's Is like, that where you got the idea for the cat in Defender? Just you wish you could stay I, in? <laughs> <laughs> No, I do. I get a lot of flack for that cat. Um, oh. I do actually really like cats, but they are dickheads. Oh no, they are. But I think that's undisputable. Why I like them. Yeah. yeah, but I would like to know all their dickish. It's not the poor cat's fault. It doesn't have a flashing yellow light and a diversion. But sign. you know what the no, thing is? Because like... cats are dicks, they would learn to talk, but not tell you. Yeah, the yeah. 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 They go. Mm -mm. Yeah. That would be interesting. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna go for cats, but now I feel I need to go for something different. Mm. Jen's face is just like it's too like big a it's question. It's really hard it is though, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I was thinking maybe, uh, I, again, I feel like, you know, this is significant because Adrian's in the room, but I feel like spiders, like, because I, you know, I, I will kill any spider on sight in my house, but I feel like if I could have a conversation with them about it, you know, and say, look, mate, <laughs> I know you're just trying to do your thing, but you freak me out uh, and you need to go outside. And then we would have a peaceful resolution instead of me um, 
That would be good. I could get behind that. Yeah, I saw um, a, a meme once that it was just—it was like a picture of a spider's face. It was like, "Have you ever considered that a spider might think you're just an excellent roommate?" Oh. What though? If you did that and, and you just went, "All right," and, and then it got to the door and it was out, and, and you were watching him go, and he just turned around and went, "I'll be back when you're asleep." <laughs> <laughs> They could talk. They'd also probably make one of the most effective spy networks on the planet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That like the Twilight Garden. Oh, from one of your dimensions. Yeah. Ah. Mm. I love that story. I, lo- I love that idea. That they all, that, that's what the Barton's all about. That they're all talking to each other. I watched Aristocats for the first time in a while recently, and I didn't realise that Aristocats is one of the one dimensions, but with, but with cats. cats. <laughs> it's literally exactly the same. Is there a hundred and one cats in it? No, and not literally jazz. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of nearly exactly the same. <laughs> they never revealed the true number of their network. <laughs> this show's gone very Disney, so. It has. Yeah. Um, I now have literally five pages of news about book awards. I can't believe we're still in awards season. It, it just it appears never to end. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it just doesn't end. Yeah. No. Um, S. Sheets says, British Fantasy Society Awards nominations are exciting. I mean, I do. <laughs> Me and Jen think they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we think they are as well, um, because we're nominated too. Oh, gosh, we're mm-hmm. But we are also, yeah. our category also, uh, we're, we're nominated for Best Audio, but our category also includes um, the BBC for um, Neil Gaiman's Anansi Boy. Uh, it's got tea and jeopardy in it. It's yeah, got breaking the glass slipper and ivory tower pseudopod. Breaking the glass slipper and it's a great category. It's a great category. So it's the great to be here. Yeah, lovely to be nominated. Thank you very much for that. But like literally, it's great to be to be there. Like when I saw the list, it was a little bit mind blowing. And we still get to have a lovely weekend in Chester. So. We do. However, whilst we got you all here, worship us. Aren't you? There's, you're yeah. both nominated for the same award at one point. It's okay because yeah. I'm dead set. I know what award I want for this year. Um, Do I you want, want newcomer? I want no. I want the Adam Roberts Clean Sweet Award for being nominated for loads of stuff and not winning. That's what I'd quite like. I don't have a career. But then you've won one. Yeah, but it doesn't. It only exists in my head. <laughs> it's not real. Yeah. It exists in a lot of people's heads now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take a picture of the imaginary award on the mantelpiece. I think we're going to have a dance. It's going to really get you when it turns up, isn't it? Other things which are happening award-wise are the 2018 Edge Hill Short Story Prize shortlist. Um, which appears to originate from Edge Hill University and is, of course, therefore being awarded in London. About the fact that Edge Hill's in Ormskirk. Yes. Does it mention the James White Short Story Award? Um, I've got the John W. Campbell Memorial Award finalists. I've got the Australian Shadow Awards winners. Um, no, that's <coughs> another page. I think that's good it has some very distinguished judges, does oh. the James White Short Story Award. Was that actual book news? Yeah, was that actual book news? Yes, I was. 
On topic. Get out. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm news we didn't know. Yeah. Cool. I think it's only just been announced. It's me, Una McCormick, and the other lady. I'm sorry, lady. I've got your name and you're really good. But yeah. So what's what's that award for? Short stories. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm kind of judging the short story award as well, but I can't remember what it's called, so I won't bring it up. Oh, but <laughs> your imaginative Jen is the one you've forgotten. <laughs> 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 right, that's it. Outside. <laughs> Jen, show us your best judging face. That's my continual face. I'm always no, judging. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> judging everyone all the time. <laughs> Jen, Russ, great radio. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> it's quite nice because I've read these short stories, and, and in each short story, I, there has been something in it that I've just thought, I wish I'd written that. Oh, that's nice. It is. I'm going to make sure nobody ever reads them. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it like just one? One award or the different categories? It's, well, it's, it's to do with Interzone. I should know more than this about it. <laughs> it's to do with Interzone. Um, and I was asked to judge it. There's just one award, and there's, there's six short stories in French. Judge Blind. I don't know who's written any of them. How'd you read it? Your... <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I Can you just edit that out? Because that was weird. <laughs> So I disappoint you also. I think we should edit out your apology because I thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh dear. Uh, so yeah, John, John W. Campbell Memorial Award finalists, and um, there's loads of them, um, including uh, Stars of Legion by Cameron Hurley, um, New York 2140 by Kim Stanley Robinson, Born mm-hmm. um, by Jeff Vandermeer, and then there's like loads of others. Like Have you um, heard about that amazing new? book group that started on Twitter called Read Women SF. No, tell us more about that. It's, yeah. um, it's <laughs> a really long book group monthly that um, you can pretty much drop, hop on and hop off, would you like to say? Like a read long, like a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I went, I did a Women of the World um, panel a few months ago and I realised that actually I'm woefully underread with uh, women writers for sci-fi. So for the rest of the year I'm solely just reading women written science fiction. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do it on Twitter, so the hashtag is readwomensf, and just every month, at the moment we're, we're reading Ancillary Justice by Anne Leckie, because it was um, tying into the awards so, uh, thing, it's the Arthur C. Clarke Awards this month, ah, so we did a, a poll of who wanted, like, of all different, um, either previous winners or nominated books in previous Arthur C. Clarke. And book. we decided to read Unlucky, yeah. so next month we're doing a Becky Chambers because Becky Chambers' new book is out. So it's very topical. Yeah. Not sure you're allowed to talk about them here then. It's <laughs> <laughs> too topical. Yeah. Too topical. <laughs> um, so yes, which leads, leads us back to, has Jen come up with a talking animal? I did, I, it was spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Spiders. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So it was you. What you about you? Ah. <laughs> uh, I think geese. There's a flock of there's some flocks of geese in random places in Manchester. So there's and a flock of geese as you go out towards Lancos. Yeah, you can't walk past them. No. You get stuck on the canals. Yeah. So if you could just ask them, yeah. are you gonna attack me? Yeah. They're gonna yeah. say yes or no. Yeah. And also the ones in Media City who, who <laughs> genuinely stop traffic as they just wander into the middle of the road. They're quite scary geese, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Are those the ones that have teeth? Do no. they? I was I was once <laughs> in a I was yeah, geese have teeth? Penguins have teeth. Mm, yeah. yeah. I was once in a, in a pub um, a long time ago and we were quite drunk and there was an old man at the end of the bar and I'm... Did he turn out to be a penguin? 
No, no, but he randomly <laughs> stood up, looked at us with this really intense, serious face, and then he raised his arms in the air and went, Geese, peck your knees! <laughs> sat down as if nothing had just happened. And we were just like, that's probably factually correct. <laughs> this sounds like the chorus of some sort of anthem that we never got somewhere. That's because we didn't get them to sing the final countdown. Oh, well, can we, we sing can... the final countdown, but use. But we, geese with geese peck your knees now. As the lyric. Peck your knees. It's more of a come on, feel the noise kind of uh, yeah. scan, really. Peck, isn't yeah, it? geese will peck yeah. your knees, knees of girls and boys. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Did you have an animal rats? Did you say? I didn't, but now you I'm thought thinking. You got away. No, oh, no, it's fine. No, um, it's it's got to be foxes for the simp- for two for two reasons. One of which, you know, when they wake you up at three in the morning with that with, with whatever it is they're gobbing about while they're in the um, it, uh, while while it's they're in the streets. Yeah, yeah. It's just just it's right. Yeah. Well, that, that, I, I think that's just what they want you to think. They're, they're organising for me. I've also got a, I've also got a bit of a, I've also got a bit of a theory that over the last um, decade or so, certainly, um, certainly around, certainly at least around London and probably some other cities as well, um, they've been, uh, they've, they've been in some sort of weird turf war with cats. Now, I'll tell you, uh, what the reason I think, uh, one of the reasons I think this is just, just, just a. Uh, um, I mean, you know, first time I got off a um, got off a bus um, after a uh, after a drunken night out with um, uh, heading heading back to my mum's. There's a there's a there's a bin just by the bus stop, and you know, there's a, a, a fox is in there um, eating probably that same bit of pizza that squirrel threw away earlier, <laughs> and it just and you, you know, drops the pizza and absolutely legs it, you know. A few years later. Same thing happened. A few few things later, the years later, same thing. Get off, get off the bus, run out. Fox just sort of, I don't know, sits there flexing, looks at me. Yeah, what? Flexing. <laughs> <laughs> you scared me a few years you're, you're ago, but now I'm back, yeah? and I've been working out. <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, I just. Uh, but this this was all this was all space they wouldn't go anywhere near because you know the cats were wandering around. And you you don't find them so much in the same area except every now and again when there's a bit of a bit of a rumble going down. Well, we we have a cat, little little cute cat, and he just started going outside. And he's only a year and a half old, and he's, he's and he does bite me a lot, but he's quite quite sweet. Um, <laughs> and there's a big fox lives in our garden. We're a bit worried about that. And then one of the neighbours went, "Is your cat that little ginger and white one?" Yes, I said he was chasing the fox out of the garden earlier. <laughs> <off. laughs> yeah. yeah. This just uh, adds so to proof. Yeah, yeah. As, we, as we stagger towards the end of our allotted time session, um, Del has got a thing. Do you want a thing? Del has a thing. I bought all the lovely authors a present. Oh. It's a really, really, really shit present. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally really rubbish. But each of your presents are based on a tweet that you have done when oh. I've looked on a big Twitter deep dive. Oh, oh Lego. So I'm going to give you your presents and see if you have any idea what tweet it relates to. Where's that is going? for Jem. Oh, thank oh. you. Oh, well, there you go. Bag it's because I didn't want to wrap them. Do I have to do it right? I, you like, do. I want you to do. know if you could tell me. I have scissors. And we it's have like you've wrapped it really well. No, I just put scissors on there so you can be very organised. And we have to, we have to run right. commentary because I have been reminded this is radio. 
It's very heavy. <gasps> that is a very good oh, present. Nutella. Nutella. Jar of Nutella. For the readers. And my, my, my last jar is so old, it's got all the Christmas decorations still on it. So nice. I'm, I'm probably eating like Nutella that will kill me eventually. Yeah. So it's good that I've got a fresh one. Thank you very so much. On a Twitter deep dive, mm-hmm. what tweet do you think you sent that has led to this present? Um, is it the, see I talk about Nutella a fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know I definitely was talking about putting it in the fridge at one point because I was advised that it turns into like a tort. The tweet I'm thinking of mm. is from the 1st of May. Boop de boop, hashtag Westworld and hashtag Legion time. I'm eating Nutella straight from the jar. Oh, <laughs> and that sounds like the best, Sophisticated. The best evening ever. That's how I roll. Um, Jen, this is your present. Yours is especially shit. (laughs) 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 Really excited. (laughs) Note for listeners: the package says this present is awesome. Oh no! Oh Oh, dear! dear. The package lies. (laughs) See, they they've got a bag now as well. Please be booze. I'm sensing disappointment. Yeah, I'm happy for a spoon. Oh no! Oh Come on, we can do it. I thought for a minute it was tenor lady or something. Also, it's that sort. Oh no! I mean, we have bran flakes. Suggesting something Tesco branded problems. <laughs> yeah, um, I have definitely tweeted about Branflakes recently because um, I tried to I tried to replace Weetos with them, and it turns out Branflakes are shit and taste of nothing. Um, <laughs> was that what I said? I uh, on the twenty fifth of June, yesterday, me thought it would be a great idea to get Branflakes for breakfast. Yesterday, me was clearly drunk or taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I was drunk. That was. <laughs> Because I went into Tesco's on the way home from the pub and I was like, oh my god, I need to buy like food for tomorrow. Oh, I'll be really healthy and have bran flakes. I genuinely, every time I eat them, I need to choke to death. Because they're so dry. They are really dry. And now, just as you were getting to the, uh, the end of that last packet, you have another. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't get excited. That's just a bag that oh. I took from my cupboard. Oh, you might need to. You know what? I've done like a, a million tweets and I never shut up. <laughs> this is a hotel chocolat bag. Yeah. That's going to be all the hotel chocolat we have here. But and I literally never think about what I'm. This could be anything. It could be anything. It's the wrong shape for antlers. <laughs> well, if you if you hold the handle in a certain way. You love antlers. I do love antlers. I've got antlers. Oh, you can't see if you're listening. I've got antlers on my name badge, so it's coming home with me. I'm in. <laughs> I'm opening it. There's green. It's green wrapping paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's chocolate limes. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it, it will. Do you know the chocolate? I'm going to come clean about chocolate limes. Because oh people God. think I like them. No, I bought them because yeah. you went on yeah, a you huge know. rant. Was it yeah. Newcastle? And you were just like, what the fuck are 
Chocolate limes right we're, here. We're going to be passing them around the audience. Yeah. Well, we're out of this. By that he means throwing them around yeah, the yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cass. Oh. Um, um, they're my. Oh, you're the Oprah of chocolate limes. And lime. you can have a chocolate lime. And you get a chocolate lime. They're, they're my distraction sweets. Because they usually have sweets that. Gem, Gem's bought me some. Um, uh, oh, no, I've given it away now. Gem's bought me some cherry colour tic tac, which I love. So I, I usually have some sort of sweet that I really like on me. And people know I have sweets on me, so I always have chocolate limes, so I can say, of course you can have a sweet. Oh, you can <laughs> <laughs> have the shit uh, ones. Yeah, they yeah. never ask again. Is that why you were giving people in this room chocolate limes earlier? Yeah. Well, jokes on you. I like chocolate limes. Chocolate lime coming up, coming up. But I've, I've tweeted, tweeted so many about. Yeah. That was that <laughs> you was told, yeah. you that told was a tirade. Yeah. Chocolate lime anger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Incoming. Yeah. Just coming at them from the front. I'm, I'm going to eat one now. I'm going to have. This feels as a health uh, we, we are over our, our slot. So, if we can just do some goodbyes, and if you'd like to plug a thing you have for sale, that would be lovely. What is something you've got going on? Yeah. So, it's bye from me. I just do the show. Oh, God, we have not mentioned social media. We're on social, social media. media. Um, we're on Twitter at Radio Bookworm. We're on Instagram at Brave underscore new underscore words. You can find us on Facebook. There's a Tumblr somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. like our, it's like our mind palace of old <laughs> of old shows. We don't 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 find us on Tumblr. We don't know how to tumble you. So. <laughs> well, we do. We do. I just, I just can't be fagged. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That's that's me. I didn't have anything to plug, and then I realised we haven't actually plugged yeah. the show. Please like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> There's a chocolate lime in it for you. <laughs> oh, is it me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Plug some stuff. Oh, just, mm. Not brown flakes. Um, <laughs> buy brown flakes. Okay. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, my, I think my the paperback of the Bitter Twins comes out next month. Um, but weirdly, Waterstones um, down upstairs, downstairs have the uh, have it early. So if you wanted a tiny wee version of the enormous beast of a book that came out in March, then that's now available. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter too at RA Smith PSL. I would really, uh, I, I'd really love you to badger me about some uh, uh, about doing more writing or something, because you know, I, I I I like tough muses. What can I say? Uh, yeah, just buy my books, please. That's like <laughs> any format: ebook, you know, paperback, hardback. Huntage just come out with hardback, slightly expensive, so I can understand <laughs> if you go for the Defender, but. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Um, it's so I've got. You both. Put I've bought an album. I've got a couple of chocolate limes. Um, <laughs> 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 that was that was drama. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Um, but uh, my books are the Age of Assassins, Blood of Assassins, and King of it. Look, prepare. King of Assassins, which is out on um, the sixth of August. If if you would like to buy them, I'd be really happy. That'd be good. But. By Jens and 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 Gemma's as well. It's, it's, it's so shiny. But by all the books, all the books, all the books. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go out there and spend all your money on books. Yeah. It turns out authors quite like eating. Yeah. 
Yeah. Andrew. Uh, and I've been producer Al. Uh, please like, subscribe, and share to our podcast. Uh, and if anybody's in Manchester at the Royal Exchange on Sunday the 22nd of July, they should come and see the work and development Witching Way, which is a young adult rock um, musical concept album with video. Mm. Wow. Yeah, totally come and see it. It's great. Um, you've been listening to Brave New Words. Thank you very much. Got a spoon, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. There is no spoon. Uh, no. Not in this room.